Alrighty, folks. Well, good evening and welcome to uh, tonight's edition of the Whitfield Report. I am your host, Sam Whitfield, uh, broadcasting live here from NGC Studios. And uh, I am joined tonight for uh, the Sunday edition uh, with, by uh, Dictator slash Fluffy Phil, who is one of the co-hosts of Versa Media, uh, Real News, and uh, I go on there a lot, but I've never had uh, Phil on solo, so, um, you know, I'm happy to have, have him on real quick before we uh, bring Phil on, though. Contact info as usual. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at w underscore ngc. Parlor and Gab at Sam Whitfield. Facebook.com forward slash Whitfield Report. Uh, com. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcasts. And uh, if you want to donate to the program, streamlabs.com forward slash Whitfield Report and Patreon.com forward slash Whitfield Report. Uh, all links are in the description to support the show as well. Uh, and without further ado, Phil, how are you doing tonight? Not bad, not bad. How you doing? I'm doing, I'm doing well, sir. Uh, so, Phil, I think this is the first time you've been on the program uh, solo, so... Uh, I guess, uh, just how did you, um, well, just tell us a little bit about your background. I know that you're military, um, so, I mean, wherever you want to start, just feel free. Um, well, I mean, I, uh, uh, like you said, I, I was, uh, I was in the military for a little bit, went right out of high school. Um, and then once I, once I got out of the military, I went to, uh, I, I, I moved back to Pennsylvania where I was from and went to Penn state. That's how I, um, met Sean and Alex from Versa media. And from there it was just, you know, the, the podcast kind of took on a, a life of its own, you know? And. And then I'm, you know, then I met you and, uh, and then we just kind of, yeah, it's just, it's just kind of grown. Like this network has just kind of grown into itself, you, and, which is kind of cool. I, you met you, I should also point out that you met me through, uh, you actually met me through, uh, Jeff, the, uh, the soci, the sociology, uh, yeah, Co- co-professor who, who who used to be conservative until he, uh, you know, came out of the closet, uh, and he actually used to be the co-producer of this show, and uh, then he then he flipped, and uh, you know I know that we've I know that we've been trying to get him to uh, have a debate with you on this show, but he's busy or whatever. I I don't know. But uh, anyway, folks, Phil is one of the uh, funniest people I I know uh, in podcasting. Uh, so he's just a 
he's just a uh, you know a pretty good guy. So, um, Phil, what you we were we were talking last night about uh, the election and kind of what's yeah. going on. What, what do what do you make of all this? Uh, you know what's what's going on. You still think Trump has a pretty good chance of? Uh, you know, pulling this uh, out. I mean, pretty good. That's that's a stretch. I I think he has a chance. I think he has a chance. Um, he just got. He has like things have to go. Things have to go his way, like in the courts and stuff. But like, uh, as far as the election goes, this this might be the worst fucking election ever, like in American history. This is this is like this, these are the kinds of elections that happen in third world countries. I never expected this kind of election to happen here. Um, like the whole thing with the Dominion voting systems and the mail-in ballots, and it like. It's just the worst, the worst, the absolute worst. Um, I yeah. Um, I don't think that it's going to be an uphill climb, and it's getting more and more uphill every every day for Trump. As um, just like look, the the establishment does not want him there. Um. And I, I just, I don't think that I, I, I feel like Dominion because Cindy Powell was saying that Dominion's a basically it was created by you know the Venezuelan communist regime to stay in power, and like, and I'm like it, it it's only fitting that it's here now, like making sure that the establishment stays in power for the most part, or like it's, it's ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. Um, I, 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 f- I find it interesting too, that like anytime someone brings up dominion, at least on the smaller YouTube channels, uh, I've noticed that like, if you bring up dominion, your videos almost always get like blocked or, something or you know hidden from the sub feed which means that oh so so this means i just fucked you over didn't i i mean i kind i mean i kind of fucked myself over over too but you know yeah. it, it just it, it's 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 re- and i mean i i have i have a hard copy of this you know re- i'm i'm recording this too while we're mm-hmm. we're streaming so you know it it'll this will get out there no matter what, but it just, uh, you know, it's, it's interesting because, uh, you know, we, the, uh, the incestuous relationship between big tech and the DNC is more apparent now than ever before. Like it's, it's right in people's fucking it's it's right in people's fucking faces now. I don't see yeah. how, I don't see how you can't not see at at this point. So, yeah, I I this is the first time where I mean we've always kind of talked about it, like you know, it like conversationally we're like yeah these elections are crooked and we've always seen it in the media and all that stuff like how, on certain ways that 
voter fraud has happened, you know, but it's like, this is, but like, 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 like you said, I think, I feel like this is the, one of the first times that, that it's this like blatant, like it's in everybody's faces. Like the left was like, yep, we're doing it. There's not a goddamn thing you can do about it. And, uh, whatever. You'll just have to sit there and take it. Well, and the the other thing, the other thing that you said that you said last night, Unverse, and this is one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on. It, it, maybe I misunderstood this, but you know, you said you served overseas, and I want to thank you for your your service. You know, for first off, uh, but yeah, you. you've you've also said that you uh, you know you've seen you've seen shit like this in other countries before. Um, you know, you, you've, you've been in, am I, am I correct to assume that you've been in combat or? Yeah. Um, yeah, I have. I have. So I, I mean, I don't want to ask you too many nitty gritty detail details, but you, you, you've seen how a third world dictatorships work and, you know, it, one of the things that you've said over the, the, the past few weeks on Versa that has really struck me is, you know, you're you're seeing it here now. So what does that mean, uh, I guess, in particular? I mean, it means that we, we are facing a similar threat here, which is... is extremely sad like you obviously like in iraq and afghanistan they have they had these elections but these the elections were just a giant shit show um they weren't really they weren't even really elections it was like a very um it, it was it was fake like it was like a lot of a lot of them just gave there was a couple of them that really kind of just were were there for show um like they already knew who was going to lead or whatever the position but they just did it just to be you know give the appearance like oh see this is a democracy but it's like it's that's bullshit but um but no it's 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 happening here like look at the dominion voting system stuff like all the stuff all the complaints about dominion voting system it's like the that shit is here this is not a free free and fair election and and it, and I and I've said this before if we don't have a free and fair election we're we're not really a republic i mean fuck we're not even a democracy um which is scary i like we're this this is a scary time right now oh yeah it it really is i mean i i i i find the fact that you know, so if you go onto Facebook or any of these social media platforms too, they were really pushing registering. They were really pushing like quote unquote registering to vote, like like they've never done before. I mean, it, it's just you can you can post anything political now on any social media website. It's um. You know, you automatically get like the AP ha- has called the election for you know Joe Biden. You get all sorts of, uh, you know, 
like messages instantly. <laughs> um, it, it, and you know, didn't you get censored recently? Didn't you get temporarily banned from Twitter for posting something about the the election? No, I I, uh, I I'm pretty sure I'm I'm pretty sure I'm censored. Um, I I tweet a lot. I mean, I I really do, and like every every other day i'm getting you know from friends i'm like i don't see any of your shit man because it's like i post i post funny shit right and i'm like you know and and nobody sees it and so it's like he's like well i gotta check i could check your account like once a week and it's like hilarious shit but like i don't see it And, and and they follow my stuff they you know and they're like oh like i like i started um I started doing periscope little periscope tidbits recently and no, and like nobody f- fucking even like my friends didn't even know that I even did it. Like, and, and I tweeted about it and I, you know, you know, I pushed it, but it's, it's like, they do, they're burying my shit. They really are. Um, Oh, they're, they're, they're bearing my, sh- they're bearing my shit on Twitter too. The only the only platform that I'm really not shadow banned on at this point is Instagram, and I don't post anything political over over there. You know, with the exception of maybe like, you know, the occasional meme or something. But you know, even then, it's not really political as much. Yeah, I mean, the, well, I I haven't been on I haven't been on Instagram as much uh the last time let me like that the 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 charlie kirk uh comment was the last comment i made on on it on instagram like uh uh and i I haven't even nobody's really commented on that shit either which i um i i basically said uh i was like like, cause you see, uh, his girlfriend, I guess, Charlie Kirk's girlfriend, if you want to call him that, um, like they had this weird, these weird proposal pictures. They looked like awkward as fuck. But anyway, I was like, Oh my God, I'm so happy. This is so wonderful. Charlie Kirk is actually straight this whole time. I thought he was some closeted homosexual, but this totally convinced me. And, um, and like, I don't know. Like my friends are like, no, we we didn't see it. This is fucking hilarious. We didn't see it. And like, and I I think they're, I think they're censoring me on fucking Facebook, like on Instagram too, man. I, I'm just like, I don't know. Yeah, um, they're they're, yeah. I mean, it, it's 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 crazy but i mean it's not surprising at all either that they're that they're you know doing that i can't advertise anymore either on facebook i can't pay to advertise on facebook like uh we had um on vert on versa a long time uh uh a, a year or two back we had milo yiannopoulos like we we interviewed milo yiannopoulos yeah and so i decided to i decided to advertise the interview and they banned my ability to advertise after i did that 
did they did they did they still take your money though? Because I I've heard of that. They took a check. They gave me a partial refund. Oh, only uh, what they did because because they spread it out. They realized that that oh shit, we actually spread it out, and so they they kicked they kicked me off the advertising platform, and then they gave me like a partial refund. You you sh- you should have complained that they were like discriminating against a veteran or something. I or dropped something. a shit ton of messages. I was trying like hell to get back on, and I never got a response back. Never. Yeah, I didn't even get. I didn't even get <laughs> one of those bullshit. Oh, thank you for thank you for your concern. We appreciate your business. We appreciate your concern here at Facebook or whatever. I. I didn't even get one of those fucking messages. They just like they they vanished me off the fucking earth. Yeah, it that yeah, that happens. I remember I remember like two I remember like two or three years ago when Black Lives Matter first started. Um I so in on like one of the main Black Lives Matter uh Facebook posts uh, on one of their main like Facebook pages, there was there was a photo of um, or no, not a photo, but there was a painting of like a of like a militant you know activist or whatever, uh, basically like slitting a cop's throat, ISIS style. I mean, it lo- it it looks like it looks like the James Foley ISIS execution, uh, basically. Mm-hmm. And as you know, depiction, as you probably know, uh, you know, de- depictions of violence is against, um, you know, Facebook's policy, supposedly. So I, I basically like, you know, re- reported the image as, you know, violating Facebook's policy. And I, and then I shared on my page that I reported them for, you know, violating Facebook's policy. Uh, as it turns out, I got fucking banned for like, um, for like close to 60 days, uh, for, for hate speech. (laughs) Supposedly. Supposedly. Because I dared to, and they didn't give any specific reason, but, you know, I guess speaking out again, I guess it's okay when Black Lives Matter posts, you know, violent, uh, you know, imagery, but God forbid someone reports it, you know, and yeah, so I did get, I did get banned, uh, off of Twitter for 12 hours for calling the rock a Hollywood whore. That did happen. Um, and that was like right after he endorsed Joe Biden. Like I was like, dude, this dude's this dude is just spreading his ass cheeks for the fucking for the Chinese and for the Democrat Party. Yeah. Yeah, well yeah, that yeah, that that happened that happened recently, right? Yep. That t- that did happen recently. So um, so Phil made the uh Phil, Phil made the big bad rock fucking cry, so I guess he's not. I guess he's not as tough as he looks. So yeah, 
He's got like is is it me or does he have like tits now? It looks like he has tits. Like it just uh, the like he's it's like unnaturally weird. Like he's like he's doing these he's doing these weird videos and these weird video conversations with Joe Biden and it just looks like you know like at least wear a bra when you put that you know when, when you talk like that dude you just have them all hanging out or whatever he he well to me he doesn't i mean i haven't really noticed that he has tits but the one thing i have noticed is that he he looks he looks like he looks more plastic than fucking gi joe at, at the at this point like you know I get that he's a wrestler and they all have have steroids, but you know, but I mean, fuck, he looks, he looks faker than you know most most of those other fake, you know, uh, and he, he look he looks like a man doll basically at this point. It's it's fucking ridiculous. Like he said, his 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 all the signs and symptoms of steroid use too. Like his. His head's gotten bigger. He's fucking like he's got veins coming out of his skull. And like it's just like I'm like, oh holy shit, dude. I'm scared. I'm scared he's gonna do a Chris Benoit or some shit like that. Well, no. Oh, oh, Owen Benjamin is gonna Chris Benoit himself uh, first. But uh, you know, I I suppose the Rock might go go down that road i i know i know that the rock is at odds with matthew mcconaughey though uh right now too did did you did you hear about that well i know matthew mcconaughey said something about he took a shot at some uh hollywood hypocrites yeah and Uh, yeah and i guess some of the i guess some of them like fired back at him and, and and was like Oh, how dare you! You, you know, you're Matthew McConaughey. You're supposed to be, you're supposed to be cool. You're supposed to be, you know, one of us. And it's like, well, hey, Matthew McConaughey is fucking cool. He doesn't, he doesn't need your, you know, he doesn't need to be in your in in uh, crowd. So, mm. yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, I like Matt. I'm, I like Matthew McConaughey. I, I, I like the. I like the uh my favorite my favorite movie of his. Uh like my favorite role of his was Wolf of Wall Street. Oh God, yeah. I love that I love the cameo appearance I, he had in the beginning of the movie. I love I well I love I love him in Wolf of Wall Street. I love him in a Lincoln Lawyer. Um even though even though the guy who wrote the Lincoln Lawyer is a is a flaming lib, but you know that's here, that's here or there. But my favorite role of his is uh, the first t- season of True Detective. That is, yeah, that was a good, that was a really good show. That it, that just when they made that suit that season two. I'm like, oh, god, this is awful. oh god, season two is yeah, season two is awful, and you know that's it, and that's coming from someone who actually likes, who actually loves Vince Vaughn too. But yeah. yeah. Season two was god awful. Um, well, they put well. Well, they they they. It was an immediate as soon as I as soon as I heard that Taylor Klitsch, uh, was it was in the was in it. I was like, nope, this this thing's fucking ruined. 
well, you're gonna put him in one of the main in one of the main uh characters like no it's fucking ruined well as soon as, as soon as they heard that they were changing the format like of of the show too i knew that it was i knew that it was fucked because they they had like a really good story structure going and they and true in the first season and they didn't even need to change it at all you know kind of like the documentary narrative that they were doing was was perfect i i i wish they i wish they would bring harrelson and mcconey back for like season four or something but they're not going to so um but well, no, yeah, Woody Harrelson, like Woody Harrelson's get getting that age too, where you you're not like it's start. He's getting that the kind of old that it just becomes unnatural to put him in some of those roles ever again. Like he's getting in that like ballpark. I mean, yeah, but he, you know, he he he's still great, and you know, he he was. Still great in Zombieland too, in in the Zombieland movies. So yeah, but I mean, he, I mean, he's he, he's I don't know. He 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 was already aged. Like with Zombieland, he was already fucking aging anyway. But like, it's tough. It's tough seeing him like get older and then try to play these characters that are still kind of sort of supposed to be young-ish. I, I don't know. Yeah. Although, you know, he's seen Alexander Dardario's tits. I mean, we all have. They're pretty yeah, nice. But, so, but, I mean, he's actually seen them in real life. So, you know, that's that's something that I can't, you know, claim. So, you know, props to him for that, at least. Um, speaking of Hollywood weirdos, though, I know, I know you... You've had a fucking field day with this. The uh, the whole Elliot Page. Oh my god, I can't fucking stand that shit. My god, man, you you fucking open up a can of worms there. And no, it's not Elliot Page. It's Ellen Page, man. I'm refusing. I'm refusing to call that crazy broad Elliot Page. That's not happening. But 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 Phil, it's it's twenty it's twenty twenty it's twenty twenty, and you're 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 supposed to be progressive now. I should okay. So so with under normal circumstances, you're right, and, and with this one, it's like I, I'm sorry, like like Ellen. It, I was listening to. I was watching one of her interviews on on late night um because she was like i think she was bashing like it was right after uh some protest or something like that (laughs) and she was trying to be like she was trying to do some trump trump bashing or whatever but you could tell like she she's either she's either mentally unstable on drugs or both i i'd say both i mean even 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 when she was a chick though that broad uh, that broad that broad has always been crazy like even even when she first broke out with the rule of i i don't know i think she juno was her big like breakout role if i rem- remember correctly i mean yeah even yeah. then you know as like a 
teen actor or whatever, she was always, I don't know, she always kind of seemed off to me a bit. So, like, let me put it this way. I, I actually was not surprised when she did the whole I'm a man thing because, you know, she's, She's done weird shit like that before where, like, she came out as, like, a lesbian and, you know, and then obviously I'm like, well, of course she's going to do the, you know, trans, trans thing now because it, it's it's trendy, so. But that's, and that's another thing, too, like, because cause she was in the, she started the whole acting thing, like, really young like really really young because she was a, she was actually um she was on the trailer park boys which was like one of my favorite shows growing up oh yeah but like yeah but but that that i i want to say is that what that might have been where she started or she's something along I, those lines. I forgot she was i forgot that she was in trailer park boys yeah so they end up like the those those young child actors usually end up super fucked up like super fucked up in the head yeah well uh, we'll look at Corey feldman for you know oh yeah well shit look look at britney spears she's still batshit crazy like she's fucking yeah I but don't know what the fuck is going yeah on. but at least there was a period of time where she was where she was hot so i mean you know i mean that that but she but like like there are I mean, there are, there are hot women that aren't crazy, but she, they get, they give the, they give into the stereotype that hot women are crazy. Like, like there, there's that stereotype. Oh, all hot women are crazy. And like, and obviously we know that's not true, but like you could like, they give in to that stereotype. Like they're crazy and you know. Oh, believe, oh, believe me, I, oh, believe me, I know, so, we, uh, we have some crazy ladies in this chat, even on, on occasion, so, mm -hmm. but, yeah. uh, yeah, also, though, also, though, the other, the, uh, I mean, this whole thing is, is weird, is weird, too, because I guess, like, I guess now Christy Alley is coming out as, Christy Alley came out as like a QAnon conservative recently, and so, and so did uh, Jenna Jameson actually. Jenna Jameson, I guess, I didn't know this, but apparently she's well, not. Apparently she's well, Jenna now, Jameson. She's she's fucked in the head too. Like she's had a lot of stuff. Oh going yeah, on up in that. Yeah. Well. Uh, yeah, she well she well she she jumped on the Q and on the LARP though, so which is which is uh you know I mean I don't want to bring up Q and on because I'm I'm afraid the fucking Q and on people will start to show up in the chat like they like they usually do, but it's it it's crazy. It's fucking real, man. Swear to God, it's fucking real. You gotta believe me, man. Like, I, I'm I'm sorry. Like, 
at least at least alex jones does his shit for for entertainment like there's a lot i mean you know he does a lot of good but like at least there's there's an element of entertainment there like these some of these q weirdos are just like i mean it's like you better be ready man you better be ready i've i've been told that i am q and that i don't even even realize it they they've like they've tried to do the whole neo thing of like of like you're the one sam and i'm like uh no i'm pretty sure i'd I'm pretty sure I would know if, uh, you know, if there was something like that. So, but, and I, I have to say, um, <clears throat> Saturday Night Live is just fucking terrible. I, I have to say that. I know that came off as kind of random, but like, God, that Saturday Night Live is just fucking awful. Like, well, well, no, it, 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 that's actually a perfect segue, actually. Um, I mean, it used to be good, but it's terrible now. They had, they began, I think they began the, the this last, the this last show with, uh, they had the, they were, ma- they were trying to poke fun at the, uh, mi- the Michigan witness that was a Dominion uh, voting employee. And like, they try to, like they try to jab her for be like drunk or whatever and it was just it wasn't it like wasn't funny i i i mean there was there's ways to make it funny like you could have really you could have you had an opportunity to make it funny like go into like like drunk crazy michigan girl type fucking like there's 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 shit to be had but like they totally fucked it up and which they often do i feel like with saturday night live it's like they're trying to be funny but they're trying to be politically correct too like that's like they're they're trying to like do that balance and it's like like people just want to laugh like who gives a shit if it's politically correct or not like in in my opinion Political correctness in comedy is the worst fucking thing to, I mean, the two cannot coexist. Like, you you can do clean comedy like Jerry Seinfeld, right? But that's not the same thing as PC comedy, you know? Yeah, but, there, but look, he had some edgy stuff, to, like he had some edgy stuff too, it was clean, but he did have some edgy stuff that kind of pushed some boundaries too. Well, it was yeah. just like, but he was funny. But the difference was Jerry Seinfeld was fucking funny. Like these people that are on Saturday Night Live, they're not funny. They're just not funny. Um, I mean, you, 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 you could tell that, like, like you used to have, like back in the day. Back in the day, Saturday Night Live, they had they had people on that were media comedy stars. Like they were the funniest people in the room. Like now it's like they're they're inviting guests on just for a comedy hit because like they don't have any talent of their own. 
Well, I mean, I think I've, I think you probably know this, but I mean, Dennis Miller, who is, you know, probably my biggest influence for, you know, podcasting next to Rush Limbaugh. I mean, all my comedy chops are from, you know, Dennis. And I mean, he, he, you know, he basically made Weekend Update what it was, you know, back in its, in its heyday. And he would, he would poke, you know, fun at both sides back in the, uh, you know, back in the 80s and 90s when he was on there. And then Weekend Update is the biggest example of that. Like it used to be so funny and it was, wasn't back in those days. It wasn't just Dennis Miller. Chevy Chase did it and it was funny. Norm MacDonald did it and it was funny. Yeah, Like they, a whole bunch of the people did it. It was funny. And then when Seth Meyers took over, it just was completely ruined. And Seth Meyers couldn't make a fucking joke. Um, they had uh, who the fuck was the uh, the female that was just absolutely fucking. Oh, a- oh, Amy Poehler. Yeah, I couldn't. Um, yeah, the other one. There was another one too. There was uh, um, brunette, the brunette with the glasses. Oh, Tina Fey. Yeah, yeah, she's unfunny as fuck too. And then um uh. Yeah, I think there was uh, Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon's just not fucking funny at all. And then, um, yeah, now and then we have what we have now. Um, Michael Che is kind of funny, but man, Colin Joe, holy fuck, Colin Joe isn't funny either. Yeah, well, and now they have on uh, what's his what's his face. Um, oh. Fucking. So I, okay. So 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 in my free time, I like to gamble. Okay, I like to go to casinos. I like to you know play sports book and all that shit. Right. Um. So I go to casinos, and Colin Colin Jost, uh, the 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 dude that does the weekend update now, he was. He was where he was doing stand up like he was slated to do stand up at one of the casinos and uh they were trying to give away tickets to see Colin Joe's like like and I like like that that's how unfunny this fucker is like you couldn't even give away that shit show really yeah like like literally they were like oh we'll give you know we'll, we'll give you backstage passes so you could meet him i'm like fuck no i don't want to meet that piece of shit hell no what the fuck could i possibly why why would i possibly want to meet this asshole well that well that's that's the thing none of these i mean hell i don't i had i don't even know who the current cast is you know now of, of snl granted i don't have I don't have cable anymore, but like I have no idea who is in the current lineup any anymore. I haven't I haven't wa- I haven't watched I think maybe I've watched SNL twice in the last five years, and we're talking like an entire show. I've seen clips of SNL throughout the years, but I haven't I I haven't watched a full show since I was in high school. And they and they have their identity boxes checked too. Like, uh, I think Kate McKinnon is gay or something, but like, 
and they think that like oh if you bash her like because she's unfunny too but like if you bash her like oh you must you must be homophobic because you bashed kate mckinnon like no i don't care like you're not funny okay you're not funny i don't give a shit if i'm you know banned or fucking whatever yeah kate like no she was she was funny when she did the justin bieber impersonation like no i i don't that wasn't funny like nothing she does is fucking funny the only funny female comedian i can think of honestly is julia louise dreyfus yeah but she's like she ran out of fucking she ran out of humor years ago too like she she was funny in veep i guess yeah sometime. i mean i mean veeps Ve- veeps actually pretty good so yeah but sometimes it's hit or miss some 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 episodes are horrible some are kind of funny but like i, I don't know yeah she yeah i mean she died like Just, that was another thing like amy schumer Oh my oh god. god. Is there not is there 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 probably is not a more unfunny person in the comedy world than Amy Schumer. Well, as as Nick DiPaolo likes to point out and you be I know you're an Anthony, Anthony Kumi fan, so I'm assuming you, oh, yeah. you know I I I'm assuming you know who Nick DiPaolo is. Mm-hmm. Uh but as Nick DiPaolo pointed out a few years ago, uh you know, I how how many dicks did Amy have to suck to get a uh, a career in comedy? You know. Yeah. Well, no. Be her. Um. You you know you know she's related to Chuck Schumer, right? Yeah. I, I yeah I, I yeah yeah that's her. That was her end. That's basically her end. Well, Chuck Schumer isn't fucking funny either. So. Well, he is funny, just in the wrong way. <laughs> well, she well she's funny in the wrong way too. Chuck, Chuck Schumer's funny in that he looks like he looks like a corpse, like he died in the fucking eighties, like, and he's like, uh, he's like Joe Biden, like somebody fucking like a weekend at Bernie's type shit. Somebody's somebody's holding him up from the back. Yeah, that that's that's the whole that's the whole thing though, right? Is like, you know. Like kind of circling back to back to Biden, like, like, like I get that there's Trump derangement syndrome out there, but honestly, who the fuck legit thinks that you know, like Biden? Are you serious? Mm, like, yeah, I mean, look, hey, like there was who better, who better than to fight the big mean tr- Trump, the big mean Hitler Trump than to more of the fucking old white establishment like yeah yeah wait uh you you sure got you sure got that guy orange man and bad yeah but yeah i i don't know and i'm like and i'm always like i'm okay with trump jokes like if you if i'm okay with trump jokes as long as they're yeah I'm like that. It has to be funny. Like if you, if you, if you create, if you, if you make Trump jokes just to fucking make them like, I don't like, I don't know. Kill yourself. I don't know. Like, like there's just so uh, like, you can't make like, I know late night TV does it 
nonstop. It's just nonstop Trump jokes, and none of them are fucking funny. Like, at least Steven Crowder, he does them every now and again, and they're actually pretty funny, right? And he and he tries to tackle mannerisms, and he's getting and he's it's funny, but like, yeah, and, and you know, and Crowder's not even that funny as far as conservative comedic comedians. Yeah, but go. but that's but that's what that's what I'm saying. He's not that funny, but he's fucking hilarious compared to the late night TV host. Like, it's that bad. Like, they're that bad. Well, I mean, and the the people, the actual comedians who are funny in Hollywood are all fucking uh, banned right right now, pretty much. Like, you know, I, I, I get... I get shit from people for saying this, but like I am an unapologetic Louis C.K. fan. Oh yeah, and I mean, oh and, yeah. I mean, look, I get that Louis is a Louis is a liberal. I know that, and I, you know, I get that what he did was you know weird. Although it's not you know what what he did was weird. It's not criminal, but you know like. He's an objectively he and I he and I disagree on pretty much everything politically and yet, you know, the dude is a funny you know the dude is a funny motherfucker just because especially now that he's been cancelled, he just he just doesn't give a fuck anymore. He doesn't he he's not stupid either. Like he's not I I mean, okay, so the, the 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 whole beating off in front of front of women, like asking them if he could beat off in front of them, that that's kind of that's a weird proclivity. But like, well, but like for his stand up, for his stand up though, he's not like he's funny and he's not overbearing about it. Like he's not like he does have his views. Like he like he said, oh, Trump's Hitler or whatever. But like he doesn't push it on a stand-up he doesn't like he doesn't hate conservatives like well, he's, he's he's friends with anthony cumia for like years like it's not like well and there's i don't know well in his in in his, in his stand-up set that got leaked about a year ago or or whatever or whatever remember remember there was that set that got uh leaked he he totally made fun of millennials and their their fucking you know, safe, safe spaces, you know, and, yeah. the, and the fact, like, he made, he made the joke that, you know, like, if there was a fucking school shooting, you know, some of these assholes would be, pu- would be pushing, you know, would be, like, pushing the fat kids out of the way, you know, in order to, like, you know, save themselves, yeah. <laughs> you know, just, like, brutal, just, like, brutal joke, and, I mean, he he totally has leaned into the fact that he's a that he's like a degenerate too now. He's like, so how were your last two years? Did, you know, did any of you guys get in global amounts of trouble? You know, which is which is what you got to do if if you if you get into trouble, just fucking lean into it. So it's it's like if if you have to if you have to go into politics, like if you have to choose your political side in your comedy bits like you're not funny and you should probably not be a comedian because like 
Yeah, yeah, and and it's just stupid too. Like being in the entertain, like it's just stupid too because you're alienating half your half the fucking country. It, it just it never makes sense. Like unless I mean, if you're lucky enough to go big corporate, I mean, then that I guess that I guess that's one thing. But like, a, a, Apex Apex Game in the chat says SNL. It says Mad TV is better than SNL. Yes, I fucking. As, it was as it was as, as someone who grew up with Mad TV. I I completely fucking. I really I liked Mad TV. I did. I liked Mad TV. I I I used I used to subscribe to Mad Magazine too back when you know Mad Mad was still uh, was still around. So. But I mean, I mean, look, I, I mean. Saturday Night Live was good. I mean, it was good back in those days. I mean, there, there that was a lot of that was back in the heyday. You had, you know, Adam Sandler, Chris Farley, David Spade, Tim Meadows, um, even then, like Will, Will Ferrell, freaking, uh, like, it, like you just had a lot of really good talent on there. Now it's just. I don't know what the fuck is going on with that show now. I mean, it's it's part of NBC, which has completely like, you know, sold sold out. You know, it, well, I mean, it's, it's you've you've run like you're you're tiptoeing. I mean, and there's a lot of it because because it's on N, it's on NBC, so you have to ride that like social justice political correct line i guess and i mean so i mean it's it's awful i mean it's awful it's just garbage but eh, whatever have, have have you thought about doing like stand-up comedy or anything like that i i i have um I just like I don't know. I I I feel like there's enough stand-up comedians out there cuz and there's a lot of good ones. Like there's a lot of good ones out there. Um that like like I don't want I I'm always like and I'm always like oh what the world needs now is another fucking stand-up comedian or just like what the world needs now is another fucking lawyer or some shit like um, but I mean, I, I, I like doing that. I like doing this. I like making people laugh on, on, on the podcast. You're, and, yeah. You, you're, you're, you're great on, you're great on the pot. You're great on the podcast. So. Yeah. And I mean, I'm like, you know, and I do periscopes and I, and I, I understand that like, okay, I, I started and this, this tells you how technologically unfucking savvy I am. Like I just started doing the periscopes like uh, two weeks ago, and I asked Sean, "How like uh, what 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 does uh, Cernovich do? What does Cernovich use on his Twitter page?" And then he's like, "Oh, he uses Periscope." I'm like, "Oh shit, I got I should start using that." And I'm like, and I and I'm trying to figure it out. I'm like, "What the fuck?" And then and yeah yeah, so it took me a couple tries. And I probably made an ass out of myself in those tries, but you know, Paris, I think I figured it out. 
Periscope, I, I used to do it, but the problem is Periscope always drains the fucking battery on my phone like, uh... Oh, yeah. Like, I did notice that, too. Like that. So, you know, my, my phone's not even that old. Um, so, I mean, I... I I mean, I'm on, I'm on, you, usually what I do is I actually simulcast the stream to, uh, to Periscope and to YouTube Periscope and D live. Um, yeah. So I, mean, I like, I, I felt like, I felt like we needed, uh, I felt like I needed a shorter, a shorter version of what we do. Cause, cause some of it. Some of those weekend shows, they, they they turn into like three or four hours. That's a lot of fucking, that's a lot of time on, on a microphone. Um, some people just check out in like 30 minutes or whatever. I'm like, look, I just, let me just, um, we, we do some quick spots. And I was talking, I was talking to Sean about it and, you know, and I like having him on. I'll I'll have other people on too, you know. But I I want to make sure that like you get like like quick stuff. Like if there's because there's always stuff going on throughout the day, and I want to be able to like go, oh, well, let me hit that up because because I don't know if you ever have that like where you 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 do a show and then there's something that you know you should have said on the show and you forget about it you're like oh yeah and as soon as you get to you're like man i, I damn i should have got i should have hit that one up like, well, i'm sure that's not why i did the periscope i wanted to make sure that whatever if i was thinking of something at the time i wanted to make sure i at least kind of well that got it, well that's know? well that's why i tend to do half hour audio podcasts uh during the week usually now i can't right now because at least for another week, because I'm still in fucking finals, unfortunately, in school. But, um, you know, like, I, uh, I, I'm i definitely putting out more, like, I want to see daily content, but I'm certainly trying to up my game as well. I mean, the, the, pro- the problem, though, is, too, is, like, you know, like, I don't have, and I'm not complaining i don't i don't have i don't nearly have the deep pockets that you know charlie kirk does or you know or like turning point does if if look if if we had the money that turning point gets you know or whatever from their donors we could build like a fucking great you know podcast network or something a lot of people at the rnc so i mean that like it's like like there's a lot of people like with with a lot of that you just you you kind it's a it's an establishment you got to know the right people like look at look at the daily wire like yeah you know, like with with ben shapiro you have like and and i hate when he talks about social issues like it, that part fucking really grinds my fucking gears because like this is somebody who grew up in a well-off family I think I think one of his cousins was Matilda, uh, uh, um, was like a child actor. Was on Miss Doubtfire or whatever. Mara Wilson, I think her name is. Anyway, yeah. So like, 
grew up in a kind of a well-off family went to a well-off school went to you know went to ucla then went to harvard then at, you know at, at fucking then got, at fucking 17 yeah and then and then got a huge and then got huge financial backing from the wilkes family to start up the daily wire like i mean well hold hold up though but before that uh, so Phil, you, you, you know my claim to fame is I, I originally interviewed Ben before he got yeah, like super So So when he went so when he worked for uh Andrew Breitbart, one of and yeah. one of Andrew's favorite things to do to, to Ben, I guess, and Ben even admitted this to me, was like Ben would make fart jokes or no, Andrew would make fart jokes to Ben. And yeah. then and then also like send him like Playboy pictorials in his email just to see how ben just to see how ben would react to that so um so yeah because he was kind because he is he's very he seems very socially awkward even now like i'm like dude if he was in school he's probably the dude that got picked on or whatever but well if 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 he got if he went to harvard or whatever they're all they're all kind of yuppies there so yeah yeah, and that I but mean, I, and that's that's why I that's why that's why I never made it far in politics other than like you know podcasting. Like Andrew Breitbart was such a fucking legend. Like he was such a legend. Like, and we were talking we were talking about this on the show. Like, what what some of the stuff some of the stuff that he used to do in journalism oh, is yeah. still. Is still being effectively used today, and it's still effective. And and I say that like with the uh, with the uh, some of the stuff that Jul- uh, Rudy Giuliani and uh, Miss Ellis use to uh, y- y- they they release like little for their you know lawsuits and stuff like that, and they're for their releasing their evidence of like voter fraud or whatever. They release a little bit of information. And then they wait until the opposition reacts and they commit to a reaction and then they release more information to embarrass them. Like they let, they let, they give enough information to bait them into making a bad decision and then they pounce. It's it's just like, it's just genius, genius stuff. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, the thing the thing about Breitbart that I always liked the most about, you know, Andrew was he was the, he was the type of guy who you could you could go out there and like have like he would he obviously had his beliefs and he had his values, right? Like, you know, he's very conservative obviously, but he he was also the type where like he could sit down with, you know, like a, a liberal, not a leftist, but, you know, a, a liberal and like have a conversation with them and actually, you know, like be able to change their mind kind of, um, you know, with, um, you know, just having a conversation with them. Mm-hmm. So, and that's... Well, an- he was he was incredibly socially gifted. Like he was just a socially gifted person. And, um, I felt like, I felt like that, um, that he, um, 
he would create he he would try to interact with it like he would try he would try to interact with you and because because he was so socially gifted he tried to get a feel for you to know what your strengths and weaknesses are and he'd try to build on it like he's because he did he did that with you know he did that with milo he did that with ben shapiro he did that with a lot like um even with like greg gutfeld you know like there was a lot of there was a lot of that interaction that he kind of just i i will i will tell you that when i that when i taught that the that the ben shapiro that i met and i talked to was way different than the ben shapiro we have now like mm-hmm. Like Ben was not as a risk. I think Ben was kind of aristocratic starting out. And then when he went to work for Breitbart, he kind of chilled out a bit. But then once he got funding for the Daily Wire, he kind of went back to his aristocratic ways, if that makes sense. Um, so, you know, that that's my that's my take on Ben, basically. But, yeah. you know. I think I think if I think if Andrew would have stayed alive, you know the cons- the conservative movement would be way different in a in a better way, for sure. Yeah, I I could see that. I I, I mean, uh, there's not. I mean, there really isn't much much like. And I I know Steve Steve Bannon. Like people people give Steve Bannon shit, but like I. I I felt like he wasn't really like that. That wasn't a role that was meant for him. Like it's not like it's not Steve Steve Bannon isn't smart. He's very he's smart. He's you know very counterintuitive. But it's not that was not the cut that that being in charge of Breitbart was not for him. Like it was just was it's just certain people just aren't meant to do certain shit. And it, like that was not for him. Um. You know, and and that's okay. Well, I I think I think he originally started out as like just an investor with Breitbart, and then, I mean, the thing that the thing that it was was Andrew's death was so sudden that like yeah. that no one really knew what to you know what to it do. It left a hole. It left a hole. Yeah. I mean, I mean. Like he left a, I mean, it was he left an obvious, uh, an obvious legacy. But like he was still part of, he was still part of this this thing that left a huge hole. Um, you know, and that's kind of that, that's kind of what happens. You know, that's kind of what happens when when you, when you're in it. Like you know, certain people certain people die but they die like after they've retired or something like that like he was still in it like he was still kind of in it well he he and, was he was only 47 when he was only 47 years old when he died i mean he was he was not you know he wasn't even like really middle aged at that point you know like he was a, he was still a young guy so and and I mean I I know I know some people in the chat say that he was assassinated and I don't I don't subscribe to that theory only because I've talked to people who knew Andrew Breitbart and apparently he was adopted and 
because he was adopted, no one knew his genetics, and apparently, like, apparently he had, like, a genetic heart condition, so. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot. I mean, yeah, and, and like, when you commit, look, but, but, I mean, of course, when you commit to something like that, like, and you worked as hard as he did, and you, like, yeah, that takes its toll on your health, too. I mean, you know. Yeah, I mean, oh, that, yeah. Oh yeah, that's actually that's partially why I, I, you know, why I took a breather from, you know, why I took like a like a brief hiatus, you know, from from all this. Yeah. Too was, uh, you know, you uh, you don't want to go crazy from all of this. So. Oh yeah, I mean, we're all going crazy. I mean. There's no saving us, really. I mean, if we're gonna be honest, like well, no, I mean, we're all crazy. Like we're all, there. There's you have to do. You can't just do what we do and work work with and do all the research and all that shit without being a little bit, like a little bit out there. But right, I mean, I don't know, because I, I, I mean, I could feel myself like doing doing all this work and doing all this research work for like you know um like i was researching some of the dominion voting system stuff and with the ubs security and looking it up on the on the sec forms and stuff like that and i can just feel people pulling away from me like i like oh my god he's going weird i'm like no no i like this is this is legit shit we're talking here. I can just, I can feel people like thinking that I'm like weird, like I'm like the tinfoil hat guy now or something. Well, look, I mean, I, I went, I, I'll admit, I kind of went crazy. I went, I kind of went crazy a while ago. I mean, you know, with with the with the whole, uh, you know, thing of, uh, you know, with the whole thing of. Uh, you know Obama winning a second term in 2012, and then uh, you know all of that, and then like Hill, like Hillary running in 2016. Like, thank God she fucking lost. Yeah, thank God. Like, um, like even though Trump won this, even though Trump lost this election, I'm still so fucking grateful that he won back in 2016, and that. Oh yeah, and, and the hill and the Hillary is fucking Me gone. Too. I I do I do worry that uh, shit's gonna get crazy one way or another. I feel like oh, whether yeah. whether Biden actually takes the helm on January twentieth or like the Supreme Court rules, hey, all this shit was con- unconstitutional, and then it has to go to the House of Representatives or something like that, and then somehow Trump stays in office or something like that. If that happens, shit's getting crazy. If Biden takes over, this shit's getting crazy. It's just... Oh, yeah. Like, that, yeah, that's that's inevitable for sure. I just... I hope that there's... Um, I hope there's, I don't want to say closure, but like there's some sort of, um, 
Like there's answers, you know? Like there are, I just hope that there's some sort of answer to whatever happens, whatever crazy comes out comes out of it. Well, that's what I'm hoping for. Like So uh, so are you like are you reserves or like current military? Oh. No, no, I'm okay. I'm retired. I I have to ask because um so like I I keep I keep getting all these like, you know, theories that like the fucking military is going to like stage a coup or do fucking, you know, something and I mean I'm, you know, like I'm not I'm not military. The closest to military I've come to was playing, you know, Call of Duty, you know, grow, growing up. But I mean, as someone who's been on the front lines, you know, what do you see coming down the pike? Like, do you think do you think that things are actually going to pop off or um what what do you mean like what what in what way do you think do you like, think where, where, do you think there's going to be an actual like civil war with like you know i think i think within the next 20 years if things keep going the way that they're going right now we're either going to get we're either going to have a civil war or we're going to have a great purge one of those two things is going to happen yep well. and and i will say and and i'll say this and i'll add to that too if if a if a if a civil war happens, the casualties will outnumber the last civil war. And if the Great Purge happens here, the casualties will outnumber the Russian Great Purge. That is my prediction. Oh boy, it's going to be fucking fun to live around here for the next twenty years. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I do think that I I'm still optimist uh, optimistic that reality will figure itself out like i I just i feel like uh, we we need to grab like i i'm hopeful that you know reality comes we come together and some somehow come up with some sort of way to kind of keep this thing going but i mean but yeah if we keep going in that that the direction that socially that we have been going in yeah those are the only two options well i mean all all i can all i can say is you know at this point i mean it's it's you know it's really fucking weird when you know you have when you know i as a legit cripple am tougher you know and have more sense than these you know, able-bodied, fat, social justice warrior, you know, people, and yet, and yet they want to, they want to fucking, you know, assault me and, and like, uh, you know, do, like, serious physical body harm to me because they're so fucking tolerant and so progressive that, you know, they, they, they want to beat up a cripple who disagrees with them. So I feel... I feel like though I feel like there's a I feel like there's a plan coming for Trump with 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 Trump like because Trump has been saying stuff about voter fraud for fucking years. Uh, oh I, yeah, I, I remember. I think he's tweeted about it at least since 2012, probably even earlier than that. 
Um, but yeah, definitely, I definitely 2012, and um, so it would be impossible for me to not think that he doesn't have a plan. Like there's that there's some sort of plan like that and that he didn't see this coming like he in some ways he had to have seen this whole event coming like there was there was going to be some sort of establishment backlash like the like with this election because he wasn't supposed to win in 2016 the 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 there was no fucking way he was supposed to win in 2016 but he did and the establishment lost its shit. It it, it it was it was so fucking glorious to I mean, even now, you know, he, like all man, I, I, I still watch the the twenty sixteen election night rea- yeah. reactions. It, oh yeah. I mean, not to be crass, but it gives me a fucking boner at times to uh mm-hmm. you know to to just uh you know see their the sheer pain of the left as they seeing yeah seeing Rachel Maddow welled up in tears was just so glorious it was just so glorious i mean um i mean the fucking meme of the of the he she you know screaming no on on an, on a nog on inauguration day that 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 is still you know i mean that 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 is one of the greatest things to have ever come out of the you know the the election and the fucking internet you know period so um i'm gonna hang on i'm gonna hang on to hope though like i'm gonna hang on to hope until yeah me me too um just because i i just that part of me is just like um like trump is ne- is this this eccentric unpredictable disruptor right he's just he's been doing it for the last 4 years and i feel like he he, he sure shit's not going to stop in these last 2 weeks in fact i think he he might have a grand finale if anything he probably has a grand finale for these fuckers well but, uh well and well and the other thing too is i love this n- I love this notion that they fucking have that, like, Trump is somehow, you know, once he once he leaves office. I love this notion they have that he's just going to, you know, go away. You know, like they like, mm-hmm. like they they think he's going to disappear, you know, and just ride off in, into the sunset like George Bush did and like Bill Clinton did and you know like Romney did. But I mean, no. He's 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 Donald fucking Trump. He's been he's been in your face for the last forty years. What makes you what makes you think he's going to disappear from the public space? If anything, and most of the, and most of the time he's he's been like two steps ahead of everybody else. So like, I just I look at I look at the mannerisms and the behaviors of Donald Trump over the last like four years. And I'm thinking, like, this guy has a plan. There's no way he doesn't have a plan. Like, I, I just don't. I, I, it, it's now. It does. It freaks me out because you know we're running out of runway here. 
as Steve Bannon likes to say. Um, but, but I still believe that he, yeah, he definitely has this plan and it's like, he might, he, it might, he might get a, uh, he might get a couple people. I mean, it wouldn't be, it would like, and nothing. And, and like, and I hear a lot of, you know, scenarios and I hear a lot of weirdos. I hear a lot of weird scenarios like, oh, he's going to, he's going to declare martial law and do the insurrect, invoke the insurrection act. And he's going to start putting people through military tribunals and he's going to seize all the fucking social media companies and all that stuff. And I, I, th- I think that's a stretch, but like, yeah. I can't rule it out because it is Donald Trump. So, well, and so that kind of that actually kind of feeds into a question that uh, that the, that like three all that one of the users uh, three olives has in the uh, in the chat, which is uh, what do you think about the prospect of the military giving out the 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 uh, the COVID vaccine? Which I I feel like. We've talked about that before on Versa, maybe. I don't remember, but um, do you think that's going to happen? Like, or, like, I guess... It's, it's it's interesting because all of this stuff, like, it. I don't know if Biden will do it. I think he probably will because it, it's a good opportunity for him to steal credit from Donald Trump, but... um. Um, but if it, but if it, but if Donald Trump does win or if he did win or whatever, definitely, definitely, uh, I could see like the military handling the, like the logistical stuff, the logistical part of it, like, you know, uh, assisting with the manufacturing and the travel and, uh, and making sure that it gets from point A to point B because the military does have a sound um distribution um apparatus with planes, you know, vehicles, all that stuff. They they have the tools to make it happen and make it happen in a large scale form. Um but uh, but I I guess what I guess what the chat is asking though is do you think the military is is going to be going door to door and like forcing vaccines oh no 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 yeah i i don't i don't see it that way folks me personally yeah i don't i don't think it'll be i don't think they'll be like you know going door to door kicking doors down and starting sticking people forcefully with with needles and shit but like no i think i think it'll be i think it'll be more of a logistical logistical assistance like with hospitals or pharmacies or whatever, like to make sure that the, you know, that the vaccine gets out and it gets out to people that need it. Cause there's a lot, there's a lot that goes into getting it out. You, you, you know, you can't just like ship it out via FedEx or some shit like that. Like there's legit, you know, there's legit, stuff that needs to happen, you know, and to make it happen. And I think the mil the military is one of the only few people that the the few organizations that have the apparatus to be able to make something like that happen. 
So yeah, so yeah logistically, yes. Uh, uh, forcefully sticking people in the arm with it, no. Well, I mean, it'll it'll be interesting, you know, to me to see when this whole thing, like how effective the roller actually is, too. You know, I, feel, I do feel like I do feel like because uh, I I know. Uh, Oki Dean was saying, uh, "If if the military vaxes everyone, then we can all revote fairly." Like, I, I mean, the in a perfect world, we should have another election. Like, really, if we had, if, if in a perfect world, like because shit was so fucking disastrous. Like, we should probably have another election, but. Um, we are where we are, you know? I mean, as I said last night on Versa, like, I'm, like, I started this podcast, you know, during Obama's first election back in 2000, in 2008, you know? So, like, I'm, I'm fucking sticking around, I'm, I'm sticking around you know, doing my thing, you know, come hell or high or high water, you know, and if, if Biden, if Biden does become president, which he most likely will at this point, I'm going to fucking have a ball with it, you know, like criticize him and, you know, do what I did during the Obama, you know, era. And we're going to have, we're going to have fun with it, um, you know, for as long as we, as we can. Um, you know, but at the same time, um, you know, when, when they, uh, you know, even when they censor us and, you know, shut us down, I'll be, you know, I'll be ready for, uh, you know, the, the war if it comes to that. I hope it doesn't, but, uh, yeah. Mm. Indeed, indeed. Um, let's see. God, there's there's a lot of other stuff I want to I want to ask you. Uh, I mean, you're also famous for telling like really crazy stories about your time in in the mil in the military, which is yeah, always, which is always well, great. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's like there's there's just like crazy stories about like, you know, and 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 I got crazy friends too, you know, and yep, you're hanging like out. I, I said you're hanging out with one of them for sure. So yeah, I mean, no, I I, I mean, I I've hung out, uh, I I've got a couple of them, but like, I I I said one story, and then it just kind of like you know, kind of caught like wildfire, I guess. And, uh, what, what can I say? I've lived a fucking crazy, crazy fucking life. I, I don't I don't know. I don't yeah. know what to tell you, man. Well, I, I think, I think the thing that's also interesting, you brought this up on Versa last night and I, I hadn't considered this, but 
none of us, or, or maybe maybe it was Sean that brought it up, but none of us on Versa or on, you know, next-gen conservative, none of us are poli-sci majors, you know, uh, at all. Like, like uh, you know, politics is, ma- is mainly a hobby, you know, for me. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of semi trying to monetize it, but I'm, but I'm also trying to, you know, kind of comedic it aside well, as well. well. What, what we feel like, like, like I know what, what Sean, myself and Alex were, were feeling like was the, the, the biggest problem with politics is that it's a career. Yes. Like that, it's a legit, it's legitimately a career. Um, instead of a public service like politics is supposed to be a public service and it instead it's like this big bloated uh career with uh insane benefits insane retirement like it just it's not like if if i don't know if it was ever like i've i've I don't think I've ever lived long enough to to know if it was ever a actually a public service, but we need to get it to that if we want to <laughs> still be the strong country that we are. Um, and because you just can't like like it's the the gobs of money that they fucking spend and raise and all that stuff. It's disgusting. It's fucking disgusting. And um like i despise there a lot of the times i despise poli sci majors and yeah i i i despise poli i i despise poli sci majors as well um but well with the exception of my one friend who you know i i've grown up with but he he uh you know i've always kind of red pilled him a bit on some of this stuff so he hasn't completely bought into his professor's BS. Um, I also hate sociology majors, though. Those people are the fucking worst. Yeah, we 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 have we are kindred spirits in that in that regard. Uh, uh, the, the sociology is the fucking worst. It's poison. I feel like it's poison. What? Like it's poison to a society. What? What I here's what I real here's what I real want to know is how the fuck did you end up going to Penn, to, to Penn State and not blowing your 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 brains out halfway halfway through because like because you're you're like me you're you're a you're a guy who likes to you know likes to to tell crass jokes and talk up you know tits and ass and just be a be a you know a general degenerate and you know and Penn State kind of seems like a yuppie school to me. So how do you? Yeah. How... I mean, if if you if you care, if you care, then it will it will fucking eat you alive. Like I just like I I've I've been through some of the most horrible shit in my life so this is like a fucking pipe dream for me like being around a bunch of these spoiled ass yuppies is like a fucking pipe dream compared to all that fucked up shit and like oh i'm sure but yeah 
but 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 still, it must it must annoy you when when you uh, I I know it annoyed me uh, when I was on campus at least when I would when I would hear uh, sorority chicks talking about oh my god what's the latest Starbucks flavor or what's the latest Instagram filter and meanwhile like I'm here thinking at like the state of the world you know and like whatnot like. I was like, I, I, and I'm, I'm always, I always say some crass joke. It's like for you, it's a semen flavor, you fucking know. And then like, <laughs> oh, oh, I'm like, <laughs> it's like, why don't you, yeah, come on, man, you dirty ass thought. Don't you have some pipe to fucking choke down off? You, you, you told me, you told me last, you told me this last night that you had, you had. You had a couple of them like try and you know hit on you and you're like yeah uh, no I had one that I I had well I mean I I had I've had more than one during my stay there but like I I had uh, I had one and I'm like I'm I'm obviously fucking old like I'm obviously older right and so I'm like when when and it's and this girl was like nineteen twenty something along those lines I'm like. Yo, in like, in Mississippi or Alabama, I'm probably old enough to be your fucking father. Okay, do you have daddy issues or some shit? Like, what the fuck? The, and then she's like, the, the, and, and then she's, she's like, you're an asshole. I'm like, uh, you're crazy. I don't know. the the an- The answer is yes. By the way, they 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 all yes. they all they all have da- daddy issues. Yeah. Um, daddy never hugged me enough so now i'm gonna strip and be a thought like okay all right whatever yeah daddy daddy never loved me so i'm I'm going to i'm going to use this wheelchair bound guy as a a human dildo or 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 try to at least so that's like i'm gonna i'm gonna suck some stranger off to get in a sorority that like it's gonna house me. You know, I'm yeah. Like, okay. Good luck with that. So, so, sorority ch- sorority chicks are the are the are the worst. I mean, they're if if you want to have a if you want to have a boring conversation, try talking to a sorority chick about anything that like anything like you know history or anything. It's just. You're not going anywhere. You're not going anywhere. So, mm. okay. So, um, real real quick, the uh, so Jolly Rogers, bio bills bills water. Yeah, okay. yeah. Jo- jo- Jolly's in my Discord, and, and you two should like hang out and chat with each other. Yeah. Sometime. Um. He he was asking. Uh. What What do I believe the natural conclusion of all politics is? Um. Uh, I believe that history repeats itself in the political world. Just, Always does. Just a di- just a disclaimer too. Jolly is also a proud is also the proud resident racist of of the Whitfield Report. I'm not even. Oh, okay. Well, I'm I'm not even kidding. No. He 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 brags he brags well, he brags about it. So I feel like I feel like. Uh, I look at, so I look at, 
like the Roman Empire, right? Roman Empire, historically speaking. And one of the reasons that they fell was because the Senate got overly bloated and overly, you know, it got big, it got bloated. Uh, there was lots of corruption um, within that Senate and it became too big for its bridges, right? And And so I look at, I look at what's happening here and I see a lot of parallels. There's a lot of money. There's a lot of dirty, there's a lot of money exchanging hands, whether it's campaign financing, lobbyists, uh, fucking outrageous, outrageous pay uh, with retirement benefits that are like better than anybody, any fucking American. Um, I look at that and I'm like, dude, this is this is parallel to like the Roman dynasty. And the Roman dynasty was a badass fucking dynasty. And I look at it, I look, I'm like, what what makes us so fucking special that we don't, you know, head toward that same conclusion? I mean I keep asking. I mean, look, the, look, the, the Roman Empire lasted for 2,000 years. We're, we're not even at, we're just barely at like two, we're just over the peak of 200 years, you know, as Republic, and we're already, you know, kind of falling apart. We're, we're not, we're not going to make it to 2,000 years, I guarantee you that, so... Oh. Yeah, I don't think so either. And and I mean we we've what what has happened to us like we've um we've climbed we climbed faster than the Roman Empire. We've peaked as fast as the Roman Empire and we're starting to kind of fall like our our peaks and valleys are a lot shorter than obviously than that of the Roman Empire. Here, like he- Here's the interesting thing, though, and this is the one part that gives me optimism, is I feel like the vast majority of the people that I know of, right, in my daily life, think a lot like you and I do, right? They they have, they have common, they have common sense, you know, they're pretty smart they're pretty reasonable but it's really these blue check mark yuppies on uh you know twitter and facebook and social media basically they're in my they're in they're in the fucking minority but because they have a fucking bullhorn right they're the ones who have the biggest you know voices that that's that's why this whole thing with like you know ellen Page page oh oh i'm gonna become a fucking tran i'm gonna become a fucking tranny man now because it's it's fucking trendy you know like like 10 years ago you know like no one gave a fuck if you were a a tranny and you know shit like that like degeneracy was not like a thing as much back then but it's yeah it's just because the it's just because like the fucking you know minority voice is just screaming 
batshit, and you know, and the power structure is just like bending to it. So yeah, well, I mean, we're reaching, we're we're what we're experiencing now is decades of uh, information warfare. Like we're on the wrong end of decades of information warfare from like China, Russia, Iran. The like the usual suspects. Oh yeah, don't um, don't get me started on China. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, we're we're talking about um, years and years of just like them, uh, them dividing us with, you know, with 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 information warfare. You know, like, I, I mean. Like China, like when China says it, though, they look like hypocrites. Like, oh, like, 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 they're the ones that were pushing. They were the ones that were really pushing the uh, the whole slavery stuff, like the the slavery and the racial, you know, the racial injustice stuff or whatever, which is hypocritical on their part because, like, look up, like, they have more slaves in that country than we have people in this country. Like, they have. They're, they're talking about oh well like like they're they to me china is the modern day nazi germany oh yeah to- totally yeah like they're using they're using hundreds of millions of slaves to like build up their fucking to build up their economy which is kind of fraudulent in itself because a lot of it is like currency manipulation and you know well well have you, yeah i'm sorry finance. go ahead but yeah it's like the legit what they're doing to the uyghur muslims is exactly what the fuck the the nazis did to the jews yeah exact, exact same shit totally so have i told you my alex jones like tinfoil hat conspiracy with China and COVID. Mm. Yeah. No, what, what, what? Okay, so I've kind of talked about this on the show before, but I find it extremely telling that last year in 2019, right? In, in 2019, uh, President Trump gets, a, gets an intelligence briefing about the Uyghur death camps in China. Mm-hmm. Basically, he then basically, like, along with a few other countries, like I think the UK was one of them with, you know, Boris Johnson and a few of, uh, and a few of other allies, basically, and the media did not fucking cover this at all. But he basically, basically decried what China was doing as a human rights violation and basically said, look, America's not going to fucking, you know, stand for, for this, right? So we basically, so Trump basically put some more tariffs, with tariffs, which really fucked over China, like really, you know, like really fucked their trade with, with, with the U S and everything. They were not fucking happy, right? Roughly, 
three, roughly three months later, then by my count, guess what appears in the U.S.? The Rona. Ding, ding, ding. So, you know, I mean, again, I'm pretty sure the stream is going to get, you know, taken down or something. But at this point, I don't care because, you know, I mean, it is. COVID basically is a bioweapon by the Chinese. I'm just going to fucking say it. And, you know, so we have that to and it's all because of the whole Uyghur death camp thing. So that's my Alex Jones slash Glenn Beck conspiracy with Rona. It makes sense. I I mean it it it, it makes sense. Um, I I definitely yeah I I I think that I I kind of agree. I'm leaning toward. That it's more that that is a bio. I mean, I was leaning toward the bioweapon theory, like when it first came out. I'm like, why the fuck? Why the fuck didn't we mention this at all or whatever? And it's like, well, because we're financially, you know, we're financially tied to China and a lot of things in this country. So. Yeah. Uh, three elves says love loves capitalism, but something needs to happen with these tech giant. I mean, yeah. I, yeah, well, I mean, we've all been saying that for years, especially with YouTube and, you know, like, big social. But at at this point, Olives, I hate to say it, but I don't see anything happen, happening other than yeah. other than Ted Cruz having more, you know, grand grandiose speeches about, you know, tech censorship in Congress. But they're not going to fucking do anything about it. Otherwise, they would have by now. I feel like. Yeah, I, I, I feel like. Yeah, and and I was I was telling, and I was I was saying this on on the Versa show yesterday that the like the one the one gripe that I have, the one and only gripe that I have with the Trump administration, is the is that the they took down the net neutrality and there wasn't anything really to replace it with cuz there was some good like like with all with like the the whole net neutrality thing the open internet thing um there was some good stuff and then there was some bad stuff tied into it like most like most uh legislation any any time any time over the last you know in l- the last few decades at least there's always some sort of you know there's some good stuff there's some bad stuff and then there's stuff there's stuff that is in these bills that are completely unrelated to the main topics at hand um like i felt like i felt like call it calling the internet a utility was I thought I always felt like that was a that was actually a good thing. Like, yeah. But because it forced it forced tech companies to comply with the constitution. 
right? Um, in that in that regard, and but it was tied with a lot of other stuff like throttling and you know but i i think i think from a business as far as an internet service providing standpoint when it comes to like data and all that stuff i think businesses should kind of be able to do what they want but within reason but like but at the same time it's like well i i think it should there should be i think the internet is a utility i believe i believe in my heart of hearts i think it's a utility because like without it nothing exists today yeah like yeah as do i and let's face it like or not twitter and facebook and youtube basically are the public fucking square at at this yeah absolutely at this point right absolutely um i mean you you can't you can't go I mean, no, no one, no one, no one really gathers in the town square anymore because there literally isn't one in most places anymore. Yeah, we, um, we're, and part of it, I, I mean, I mean, part of this is, part of this whole thing is we are, we're experiencing financial shifts in like the world economy stage where China is having a stronger financial imprint as far as the world goes, which, which is, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's mostly bullshit because one, they're taking advantage of slave labor and two, they're manipulating their own economy, but, it's given them the it's afforded them the opportunity to make really predatory uh purchases all over the world and unfair trade deals and all that craziness um but that's that's seeped its way into big tech too yeah and oh right so that so we have that's going to be a problem that has to be addressed uh, either at, either before or at the same time that we're dealing with big tech. Well, I mean, the fact that big tech is now like literally telling you what you can and cannot tweet, you know, like even even like censoring your fucking retweets, like that is some that is some wacko shit. Yeah, that's Chinese esque shit. That's what they do in China. They censor they, they censor they censor shit in China. They you know, hey. That's what they do over there. And they're starting to adopt shit. I mean, we're the big tech is adopting a lot of the same shit that China does. Like they they throttle shit, they censor stuff, they um shut shit down they you know it's and like because there's so much business that these tech companies and 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 the entertainment industry and the manufacturing industry like every manufacturing does business in china and the problem is when you do business in china there's strings to that like you know the, the there's no 
there's no such thing as a private Chinese business. Like, there's no such thing as that. Like, the Chinese government can fucking sweep anything and kill anything that it wants to. You know? Oh, yeah. And, and that's and that's the element that that these that these companies either didn't foresee or really didn't give a shit about uh probably a little bit of both but uh um, wants to know if you've if you've ever been to china which i don't know i i i know you no, i i don't have the balls to go to china i know you I, I, i'm sorry i know you've been to to, to thailand i've been but... to, i've been to a whole lot of asia uh but yeah china is probably not one of them you you had some you had some crazy stories about uh thailand that you were thailand's fucking nuts man thailand is fucking nuts i like i i always said that that's like the that's like the las vegas of the world like that's the sin bangkok and Pattaya are like the sin cities of the world really you know, i've like everything i've I've heard that about fucking and and I've always heard that about Amsterdam. Amsterdam, Amsterdam yeah, Amsterdam. Oh, I mean, Amsterdam is is very um, has its regulations, though. Like, yeah, prostitution's legal, but it's like regulated. Yeah, marijuana's legal, but it's regulated. Like, there there's a lot of regulation going on. With Bangkok and Pattaya, there's a lot of lawlessness that goes on over there. Like, it's not really, like, you know, there's a lot of, cor- like, corruption is just rampant over there. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of weird, there's a lot of just weird shit over there. I mean, there. don't get me wrong, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of weird shit in Amsterdam, too. I've been to Amsterdam, too. There's a lot of weird shit over there, too. Um, and anybody who goes to Amsterdam, if you start seeing blue lights, fucking go the other way, because because you know you get because you know the red light district. That's like where all the all oh the yeah oh yeah and stuff I, like I, that. yeah the blue light the blue lights are the disgusting shit like the he she's and the fucking children <laughs> and all that craziness. Ew, get fuck, get the fuck out of the blue blue light areas. But yeah, ooh, yeah, yeah, the yeah that that seems weird. I I I have to I have to I have to think though that COVID has put a fucking dent in all that stuff. That then then again maybe then again maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, um, Thai Thailand, uh, yeah, three dollars it says is it Thailand that has a death sentence for it? There's a. There's a uh I I don't know if there's I don't know if there's a death sentence but no, trust me No that that's uh uh that's it's it's not Thailand as um I know that Mal- I know that Malaysia has like a has like a heavy Yeah. You can get arrested in Malaysia for like yeah, literate yeah. literate. You don't want to end up in a Thai prison cuz it like that's you're you're basically cleaning up <laughs> like you're like those those Thailand prisons are fucking rough. Like they're talking, like like I I we uh, we hung out with somebody that spent like 
I want to say he spent like ten years in a yeah, prison si- for something. Yeah, Singapore, like, Jolly. It's yeah, it's yeah. it's Singapore where you can get arrested yeah. for a letter, right? But like those Thai prisons are like you're you're basically cleaning up your own shit with your hands or whatever because there's no place to put it or like it's a it's a mess. It's just a fucking mess. Let's see. Uh, I was I was just looking at some of some of the some of these people are commenting on here are fucking hilarious. By the way, well, uh, well, thank you. I'd I'd like to think I have one of the most hilarious audiences in in podcasting. So, yeah, yeah, I, I'm I'm definitely enjoying. I'm de- I'm enjoying these comments. Um, I mean, look, I I I'd, I'd almost. I I I wanted to kind of save this for off the air, but I mean, if you'd be willing, I'd kind of maybe like to make this a a, a regular thing or at least semi. I I know that you're already co-hosting Versa, so I don't I don't want to steal a I don't want to steal you away from Sean. And, we already and do. Bill. We already do kind of do shit on the weekends. That, like it, it's it really is kind of like a co-joined kind of thing on the weekends anyway. So. I, I mean, yeah, just yeah. I mean, you already know. Like, look, look, we we like we've been friends for a long time. If you ever, if you ever want me to come on your show or vice versa, like, like, just uh, yeah, you know, you already know the deal. Well, I pre I appreciate it, man, and yeah, and yeah, Fat, fat Keg Boy is right. Donate to my Streamlabs or your con, or your Kami Pinko or or Pinko Kami. How? <laughs> However, that goes so um mm. but yeah, let's see yeah don't yeah donate to his stuff because like look look like um because i because i've i've seen it man sam, sam puts a lot of work into this uh there's a lot of there's a lot of work that he puts into this and he's you know he's he's made something of himself yeah he's he he the the work that he does and the service that he provides it's um it's amazing but it ain't you know i don't want to say it ain't cheap but it's not like you know it's not cheap like you know you 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 makes a lot you 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 make a lot of sacrifices sam and like you know the least least somebody can do is throw something well i mean I mean, listen. As as my as my mom recently pointed out, I put more re- I put more work into this than I do my uh, my dating life. But you know that that's also largely because, like I said, chicks are crazy. So yeah, but you live in Florida, so that that is actually true. Yeah, Florida, the, Florida chicks are crazy. Yeah, that is there. There are there aren't there aren't enough redheads here for my for my liking. Dude, a redhead in Florida run for the fucking hills! Holy God, because redheads are already crazy, and then you got a redhead from Florida. Oh my God! So your life. So, but but again, what's what's the pro? What's what's the problem with redheads? You're crazy, and bad shit. Crazy. Yeah, no, it's 
it, it it's all fun and games until you're stuck in a relationship with one of them. Are 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 you st- crazy in bed? Look, you're crazy in bed, and that's fantastic. But like, yeah, eventually you have to actually interact with them beyond the freaking bedroom, and then that's like, that's when they get you. Are 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 you are you speak are you are you speaking from from experience here? I've literally uh, I've yeah I I've had a sex life that I'm not too terribly. Um, I don't want to say not proud of, but yeah, I've I've had my well of bad stories. Well, well, Jolly's uh, Jolly is not too uh, far behind you there. So, um, I mean, I, I I will I will say this. Uh, I I I did meet a uh, a Playboy playmate once. So, there you go. Um, That's right. What one of one of my actually my my favorite playmate did did end up going on, on the uh, QAnon LARP though. So mm. as much as I hate QAnon, oh that's I might. That's when you know. Honestly though, Sam, that's that's when you know you did a good job in the bedroom. That's when that's when you know you did a good job. Look, if. if if you um I might have to trust them. I might have to trust the plan. Right. So if if you if you're with the chick and she's like cool when you originally hang out with her and then as soon as you give her the pipe like she starts going batshit crazy. That's when you know you're really good at the pipe, right? That that's that, 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 that's how it works. That's ha- that's happened. I I I had a chick. I I I knew a chick back in high school who uh, who I, I told her that I was moving to to Florida after we graduated, and, and she legit did not believe me. And then uh, I moved, and she got super pissed because she thought it was jo- <laughs> joking, even though I was dead serious. Like I don't know, maybe she was just. Then again, she was blonde, so maybe she really was a dumb blonde. I don't know. So, yeah, yeah, you know when, 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 uh, when the majestic chariot rejects you, that's it's over. It's over. What you you mean you mean you mean the when the uh, when the when the uh, when the when the cy when the cyborg re- rejects you as uh, a as apex car. Yeah. Calls it. I, uh, so. Yeah. I, I, yeah. He he's got a different name. He calls it the cyborg. I got the majestic chariot. That's that's. I I, I that's like, my name. I like I like you. I like your name better. So. Like yeah, like oh, because she's like oh, I got I got turned down by a guy in a wheelchair. It's time to go. Like yep, yep. It's time to go. So. Uh, oh, who, uh, Warfist donated, uh, donated a dollar. Um, I'm broke, but I got a dollar to throw in your, okay. I, I am, I'm not that much of a whore, uh, I, I'm not that much of a whore Warfist, but uh, still, I appreciate it. So. I want a lap dance. I want a lap dance, goddammit, for that tip. 
you have some hilar- you have some hilarious characters uh, as as well that, that you've that you've done. So yeah, he yeah, it's well, I used to like when I was when I was little, when I was younger. Sorry, I used I used to do crank calls. Like I used to go, I'd used to, uh, one of the ones I used to do is I used to call, um, cause we still had papers with classified ads and shit. Like we, uh, I used to, um, go to the apartment section and then I'd be like, so yes, uh, for your, for your apartment. Uh, so me and my boyfriend, we're moving in, uh, we're, we're looking for a place to stay. How are the sounds on the walls? Is the sounds like what, uh, cause there's going to be a lot of noise. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. It's going to be a lot of noise. I don't want it to be a mess. I, I don't want it to be completely crazy with the neighbors or whatever, but yes, we do kind of have our fun. Well, is that uh is that going to be a problem and and they usually some of them hang up some of them are like you know and some of them you just get like dead silence it's fun it's fucking hilarious and uh one time one time i one time i did that and i got some one of the most hateful responses ever like oh there's no way there's no way i'm lending my apartment to a bunch of fucking faggots i'm like oh shit all right. What one of the uh, one of the one of the funniest things I, I've ever done is uh, a few years ago, I got totally shit faced for uh, for New Year's for New Year's Eve slash day, and I came back home. And I mean, I I was I wasn't even even thinking. I was just smashed. For some reason, though, I uh, I got this crazy idea to uh, to like call all of my exes and like profess that I still have. Oh, you drunk dialed! Oh god! But 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 it, but I did I did it as a fucking uh, prank. So so then like next morning, I I was fully I was fully aware of what I had done, and I got a few calls, and I'm like. Yeah, no, I was I was shit faced. I didn't I didn't mean any of, any of that. But uh, thanks for uh, thanks for calling me back at least. See you never. So no, I would I would call and I would I would call if uh, I would call a girl and I would and I would call her some other chick's name. But I'd be drunk. I'd be drunk when I do it. I like, and I knew, and I obviously I knew that like, like I'd call I'd call Heather, and I'd call her Teresa. I'm like, look, Teresa, Teresa, you gotta listen to me. Uh, I've never stopped thinking about you. I swear to God, never stopped thinking about you. <laughs> and you're, 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 you're the one. Okay, you know. And I know, and I know, I I know it's weird because you're black or whatever, but it's like crazy. I just can't stop thinking about you. She's like, I'm Heather, you asshole. I'm like, no, 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 it's okay, Teresa. 
Okay, I get it. You're angry, <laughs> and then like it'd be and and it'd be just it'd be crazy. Uh. Um, yeah, and then she's like, and then I. That's one way to piss her off, because like the next morning you're like, uh, and you're, um, I was, and you're, that's when you get the responses the next morning. I don't know who, I don't know who the fuck that bitch was, <laughs> but you better, st- you better not ever call me again. Da 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 da. And like, that's when you know you won. That's when you know you won. Like you ultimately pissed her off to the point where she like calls you out of nowhere like she takes time out of her day to call you to let you know how pissed off she is that's when you know you won yeah i i mean i've i've had i've had some crazy uh i've even had some crazy experiences on this on this podcast before i i i figured out that you can't talk about your celebrity crushes but that was somewhat Without someone actually saying that they that they know that person and and that they can uh you know connect you or something like that so uh that that's always interesting so uh let's see hey Sean, I see you're in chat so what's up Sean? hope you don't mind i'm still I'm stealing. I'm stealing Phil from, from you. So. It's uh, nah, Sean, Sean's good people. He, uh, like he was, he's one of the true Trump OGs. Oh yeah. He's one of the true Trump OGs. And like, you know, um, like most of most of us were like, eh, you know, it'd be cool if Trump won, but we didn't think that he would win. Like I know I was like, mm, I don't. I mean, it'd be cool, and I'm gonna vote for him, obviously. But like, I'm, I don't think he. I, I'm. I thought it was a pipe dream that he could win. Like Sean was like, he's gonna win. Like he right out of the gate. Sean was like the guy. He's like, he's gonna win, and believed it and it happened and he like and it was just like he knew like it was just something like he knew and he's got a very good um he's got a very good sense of he's got his he's got his finger on the pulse uh that few people have when it comes to like you know like conservative I don't want to say conservative politics, but definitely uh, Trump Trump politics. I mean, yeah, Sean Sean was Trump before I was Trump, uh, and I'll, I'll I'll admit that I I was see I was never I mean I'm on the Trump train now, but I was more on the Never Hillary train more than it yeah. more than anything. But Sean was. Sean was Trump from day one, from what I can remember. So, yeah, um, yeah, I, I think I was, I was like you. I was like, dude, we can't. There's no fucking way in hell we can have Hillary. I let me put it this way: as painful as it would have been, I would have voted for Jeb! Uh, exclamation point! Oh. If it, 
if it meant yeah oh yeah yeah okay yeah that makes sense I was gonna say I mean I mean, Jeb, I mean fuck me in the ass you would vote for Jeb <laughs> fuck man I mean not like I said not willingly and you know not without like holding my my nose but you know if he if he even stood a chance of you know beating Hillary which he wouldn't I... which he wouldn't have but like let's say he somehow did then yeah I would have pulled it for him I felt like the one the one thing that really kind of like I the one thing that I will say though is like I did feel like he something was brewing with Trump like that I felt like well like in 20 like in 2015 when he was like you know when he was starting his campaign and it was like something was brewing that was bigger than your traditional campaign like your traditional campaign and it was like you had all these and 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 my big my only big fear was that there was there was at that time there was like 15 other candidates or some shit like that i thought that all of those candidates would take enough away from trump to kind of sweep him away but like it actually turned out to actually be a blessing in disguise because like I mean, he was clearly the best dude for the job. Like, it, well, but that wasn't saying much because there was just terrible fucking candidates. Like, well, 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 well. What was what was funny was when the whole grab him by the pussy thing happened uh, during the election. I was so I was like, I was like, well, he's done. That's it. They got him. Like, I I was like. I was like, it's fucking hilarious, but it's it's over. And I and then like, if anything, his support grew. And I'm like, this is fucking hilarious. That his I saw Jeb seeing Jeb speak. I was like, if this guy is our fucking candidate, I'm probably voting third party. Like that that was how bad Jeb Bush was. Like if he was our, if he was the Republican candidate, I'm like, dude, I'm voting. I don't give a shit who the third party person is. They're probably getting my vote. My 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 favorite my favorite Jeb meme, and it's it's so fucking mean, but it's fucking hilarious. Is uh, it's a picture of Jeb at the podium, and he's yeah. he's like, they they made it look like he's crying at the podium and he's uh in the caption is look look dad i'm finally running are you are you are you are you proud of me now that's funny uh i mean yeah but this Uh, that's like it was terrible like like the um and I was, and I, and and we were try. I I think we were talking a little bit about this yesterday. But like, this is no long. I mean, this is this is Trump's Republican Party now. Like, it, it really is. As much as as much as people want want it, like want it to be the establishment Republican Party. Those days are gone. Like those 
those days of the people supporting the GOP like wholesale are fucking gone. Like oh yeah, George W. Bush. George W. Bush actually ruined that part. Like, like because I'm not sure there there. I don't know if there was a worse GOP president in history. If we, we you're talking about uh, G- GW, he freaking he ruined a lot. Like there was, you know, this that guy ruined like started two wars lowered taxes fucked up everything like everything trade <laughs> fucked up trade deals sold off shit fucking fucked up foreign policy rate like just ridiculous i mean it was just ridiculous and then and i think that how bad george w bush was was the reason we got Barack Obama. I, I, oh, I, yeah. I, I, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. With, without, without a doubt, that was the case. Without, without a doubt. Um, I mean, a lot of these, he's the, he's the reason, he was, he's the reason that a lot of people were actually looking at Ron Paul. <laughs> like, and I mean, don't get me wrong. I like Ron Paul, but I'm like, look, um, this is probably not a presidential candidate, like a legitimate presidential candidate. Not that I don't like him, liked a lot of his policies and whatever, but like, um, but yeah, I, I, there's, there was no way that I was going to ever be able to take him seriously as a presidential candidate. Well, so, so here's the thing that's interesting about Obama and Trump. Trump and Obama are similar and hear me out. Because I know that some people are scratching their heads, but right, Obama fundament, fundamentally transformed the Democrat Party, right? The 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 Democrat Party we have now is the party of Barack Obama. Uh, similarly, the Republican Party we have now is the party of Trump, and there's there's. There's no getting, there's no getting around that. So, you know, which, which I'm, which I'm, I'm okay with because look, because, because like I said, there was no way, there was no way that Mitt Romney was going to beat Obama, um, and the, and the Obama Democrats. There just isn't. I I don't know I so I I felt a little different about Obama like in the I felt like the first so I felt at least the the first um the first four years were actually a little bit more engaging from a uh, bipartisan support because he had well yeah yeah you know he didn't. He didn't pull out he didn't pull out of the wars like he said he was gonna do. He kept he kept some Republicans in his administration. He um he was trying to engage he was trying to engage Republicans like when it came to like the Obamacare, which of course was like he sold it he sold it as something completely different than what it was. Like that was that's one of the reasons why I fucking hated it. But like um 
well, but he was more engaging. And then the second, the second term was like he went he went right back to the establishment Democrat model, and then just stopped, you know, and stopped the interaction as far as that went. I mean, um, I mean, it's interesting that you say that he's establishment Democrat though, because I, because he just drove. To me, Obama drove the Democrat Party more towards, like, he drove all the moderate Democrats out, basically. And now, and now, because of Obama, now that's why we're getting the AOCs and the, uh, you know, the the Rashida Tlaibs and, you know, the the whatever, whatever the chick well, from I think Minnesota... Is. I think he was harder. I think he was a lot more left wing in his first term. And then I think the second term, he went more establishment. Like I felt like he went more establishment in the second term, like really? establishment Democrat where he was looking, he was looking more toward, you know, post post Obama life like he was you know yeah he was going in front of the camera a lot more he was you know he was interacting from like speech like you know because he had a lot of he had a lot of Wall Street backing with like especially with a lot of the bailouts and all that shit um oh yeah so I mean like he knew he was he was he was that second term he was looking more i think i felt like he was looking more toward taking care of himself and that's um and of course that's what um a lot of people said that's what gave us trump but no but but i disagree with that because trump get i mean i mean he was just something bigger he 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 was just something bigger than that, than all of that like yeah uh oh yeah thank thanks major victory ilhan omar was who i was thinking of i i i can't remember her name because to be honest i don't really want to to be honest i don't give a shit about her so um anyway though it is um it is almost midnight and i i don't want this to, to become a four-hour uh podcast even, yeah even though even though that is what i am wanting to do usually on saturday night day nights but since it is a uh a week you know since we're heading into the week i suppose we could kind of at least start wrapping it up um yeah. any topics or anything that you want to bring up that's on your mind and anything anything that you want to ask me or talk to me about I can't, th- I can't think of anything but um but yeah um we can al- we can always do this again uh like i said give like like give donate to sam donate to sam's uh donate to sam's fund uh because yeah he's legit but he he work he he works hard at this and you know he deserves he deserves some stuff you the, know and 
Jolly says the people demand eight hours of hate. Um, Jolly, we'll 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 have to do that during. We'll have to do that next week, probably sometime once once I'm off and have more uh, time to do to do that and more and more and more beer. I'm clean out of beer, so. Um, but yeah. Um. So you're doing you're doing periscopes now, huh? A uh, little, yeah. Every, every now and again, I'm I'm trying to. I'm trying to set up. I'm trying to make it more of a regular thing, a little short, little short snippets, just to make it like a little bit more interactive, a little bit more, um, you know. I don't want to say engaging, but like, um, talk about stuff, but make it short enough to where people can kind of digest it. Because I mm-hmm. know with with some podcasts, three or four hours, that's a lot of fucking time. So. Well, like uh, like I said, I try and do like a half hour podcast during the week usually. But uh, and uh, Sean says, "What's your favorite color?" I see a red door, and I want to paint it black. <sighs> nice, nice reference. Uh, I do have a que- I, I, I have another question for you, which is, what is your oh, yeah. favorite type of music? Just. Uh, off the top of you strike um, me. No, I I I think uh, I I I think I'm a mood listener. Mostly rock. Mostly rock, though. Mostly like the old old school rock. But like, yeah, I'm like a mood listener, though. Yeah, me too. Basically, I got pissed off. Like I like like I I I listened a little bit of uh, a little bit of soul. Um, a lot. Um. Routinely, I listen to a little bit of soul, uh, but like with Sirius XM, they they changed the Soul Town channel to like Holiday Soul, and I'm like, fuck uh, this. I um, I mean, I like holiday music, but yeah, I I feel like I like holiday music, but like Apple Music now they've and same with Spotify, like everything is holiday music. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it it's weird. Um, I I I don't know. So, uh, no, Oki, I've I have not been in in a Turkish prison, but I ha- I have visited Semper Reloaded uh, plays before, and that's that's kind of the same thing. So, uh, but anyway, uh, Phil, where can we find you at? Uh, on social, uh, you can find me on um, Instagram, Twitter. Pluffy Phil is is the screen name, one word. Pluffy Phil. Oh yeah. Uh, and what? And why have we changed it to Pluffy again? Uh, because. Because uh, Dictator Phil was a little too uh, was a little too uh, aggressive. One of one of my friends was like it's a little too aggressive. You should just like change it or nonsense. Nonsense. And now I can't. Now I can't change it to Dictator Phil anymore because Twitter. Like I tried, and Wait. Twitter was like, 
It wouldn't let me. It didn't say it was already taken. It just wouldn't let me change it to Dictator Phil. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've 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 had I've had the same Twitter account since like two thousand thousand eleven. Uh, but the thing with it is, is I can't use at Sam Whitfield because some fucker in Britain has that and they have they have logged in since 2009 and they only have three tweets and yet why british fucking british you know you know if you're rich and british you've probably made love to a dude Uh, that's uh, that's my i mean i'm not gonna lie though opinion I'm not gonna lie though. As as far as like Brit models go, Lucy Pinder is pretty is pretty nice. So, but. uh, Sean goes too aggressive. I call BS. Well, there you go, Sean. I've been saying that about Dick. I've been saying that about about Dictator Phil for a while. If anyone thinks that Dictator Phil is too aggressive, then um. Then, if anyone thinks that Dictator Phil is too aggressive, they need to hang out with Jolly Rogers. Mm. Uh, yeah, Jolly so. Rogers looks like he's 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 quite the aggressive. I mean, he's he's the fucking dread pirate of of the uh, of the, of the of the Whitfield Report and, and of the Savage Zone. Mm. All uh, right, well. It's been a pleasure as always. Uh, yeah, thanks for coming on, Phil. Uh, I, yeah. I I have uh, I have I've one I have one announcement, folks. That I would like to make, which is uh, as you guys know, uh, as I'm as I mentioned on Friday night, night uh, Dennis Miller is finally uh, retiring from political podcasting and. I love the voicemail on his podcast, so hopefully you guys will hear that um, on uh, Monday, on Tuesday. I think that's when the last episode premieres, so I'll post a link to that when it posts. So stay tuned for that. And then um, other than that, I'll be I'll be back next Friday for the Gamma Hug Box and. Uh, Wish me luck on my final exam this week, and uh, I'll talk at you folks down the road. So, uh, Bill, any final words? Uh, thanks for having me on. Uh, thanks for uh, thanks for being on, guys, uh, guys and gals. Um, <clears throat> be safe, and see you around. All right, folks. As always, uh, from everyone here at NGC Studios and on behalf of uh, Dictator Phil and Versa Media, God bless, God save this great nation, God free and legacy in that order, and I will see you on the next Whitfield Report. God bless, folks.
Well, folks, with the Whitfield Report in its fifth season and me starting my 14th year of podcasting in 2021, I figured now would be as good time as any to start a Patreon page for the podcast. And I know everyone these days has a Patreon page who is a podcaster, but let me tell you what you're going to get if you decide to join the Whitfield Report Patreon. At the one level, at the one dollar level, you'll simply be uh, contributing. That'll simply be a way of saying thank you, uh, and I appreciate it. But that's that. However, at the $3 level on up, you're going to be getting access to an exclusive uh, podcast that I'm hoping to do weekly called the Savage Express Podcast. And on that podcast, exclusive to Patreon subscribers and supporters, I'll be covering music and movies and pop culture and personally and anecdotes in ways that uh, I can't cover on uh, YouTube or traditional podcast platforms. I'm hoping to do this every week. I might not, but it'll certainly be a longer form podcast uh, for those types of topics if you're interested in that sort of thing. And uh, I also might be re-releasing some uh, episodes of the Whitfield Analysis, my old podcast, re-releasing the back catalog, as it were, uh, digging out some old video clips that I've had in archive for years, and posting all of that exclusively to the Patreon site for you guys. It's going to be a good time, and uh, there are a couple of different tiers you can join in at. Uh, I understand if you can't join the Patreon, but if you're if you're able to uh, financially support the show and you want to help out, joining the Patreon would be the best way to do that. So I encourage you to go to patreon.com forward slash Whitfield Report and sign up on one of the tiers today. And uh, again, folks, I want to thank you for supporting the podcast. Thank you for listening to the podcast. And hopefully, uh, I can look forward to your financial contribution, which I deeply appreciate as well. God bless, folks, and uh, God freedom amongst you in that order.